Hey guys, we are back. Welcome back. Happy October. It is officially October and I love October. I love pumpkin spice. I love Halloween. I love candy. I love everything about October. I also love it because it's one of my best friend's birthdays. So yeah, if you're watching this, hi, you know who you are. Your birthday's coming soon, very soon. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so we always start off the podcast episode with some podcast updates some life updates. So, yeah, general reminders, make sure to follow the Instagram of this channel because, yeah, just just follow it. Um, There will just be so much on there regarding the podcast and chances to interact, like Q&As. And, yeah, also follow this podcast if you're on Spotify because if you're listening on Spotify, like, following it would just mean so much to me. And, yeah, also I am rebranding on Instagram, meaning I'm trying to like make the account and everything more professional. So if it looks weird or if it looks different, just know that's what's going on. Just watch out for that. I also have a little update about the podcast at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, as for life updates, Monday was off, like I didn't have school, and it was just such a relief because it was a good thing, like a good day to get things done and a day to just relax, which was really nice because life has been pretty busy and I kind of just needed a break. I actually really want a one week break because I don't know about you guys, but like I don't even want a vacation. I want to sit down on my bed or in front of the TV with some popcorn or hot food, like really warm food because it's kind of getting chilly outside and just watch TV and do nothing. Like I kind of got to do that on Saturday because I wasn't feeling great. I was just sick, but just sit there and do nothing. It is seriously the best feeling ever. Warm food, the TV and some rain or some really stormy weather. That is my definition of a comfort day. I want that. But yeah, this week was okay. Um, I got some blue light glasses and I'm kind of addicted to them. Like I can't stop wearing them. I don't know why, but honestly, I've kind of noticed a difference in a positive way and I really like them. Um, That's really it for the life update. So let's get into the topic of this episode, which is dreams. So I really got inspired for this episode from my friends. So on Monday, which like today is Friday for your context, but um, we went out for brunch and we just started talking about dreams. And I was just like, wait a minute, like that is that is an amazing idea because I have been fascinated with dreams in some way. Like part of me has always been fascinated with dreams and I really wanted to learn more about it. So like I just wanted to learn what dreams are and just everything about dreams because I honestly find them so cool for no reason because yeah, I don't I really don't know why. But some days I dream and I remember it and some days I wake up and I'm like It feels like I slept a minute ago and it's so weird and I just wanted to learn more about like the science behind dreams. But I also want to go into sleep because I feel like there's so much to that too and there are just so many benefits of sleeping of course and my personal experiences with this whole sleeping thing but I'm not going to get much into that. I just I think sleep and dreaming are connected of course they are because you dream when you're sleeping most of the time so I just wanted to go into that. So, um, I just wanted to start off with sleeping first because it sounds like chronologically right to me because you sleep first and then you dream and I just wanted to discuss it first. I wish I had a guest here to talk about it with me, but if you cannot tell my time management and organizing and planning skills literally suck, but that's okay. Another day of listening to me, bear with it. Deal with, like, yeah, there's more updates on that at the end of the episode about the guests, but 
let's just get into this. And also, most of the sources that I cite, it, not cite, but most of the sources I get my information from about what I'm talking today will be in the description of this episode. Okay, sleep. So, there are two basic, simple types of sleep. There's REM sleep, and then there's non-REM. So, non-REM is separated into three different stages. During the night, you go through various stages of REM and non-REM sleep, but as the morning comes, there are deeper REM periods of sleep. And for your for the context, REM stands for rapid eye movement. So, like, that just means that you have deeper rapid eye movement periods of sleep. Um, but, yeah, the first stage. The first stage. So this is essentially you going to sleep. This is when your muscles are relaxing. It's when you're getting comfortable sleeping and your body and brain adapt from your daytime wakefulness patterns. This period is a non-REM stage and usually lasts several minutes. And then there's the second stage, which is like, it's the stage when you're asleep, but it's also non-REM. And it's like when you're preparing for deep sleep, your muscles relax even more, your heart relaxes, your eye movement stop and brain activity starts to slow down, but there's still activity, like there, there's still activity going on. And this period lasts around 30 minutes to an hour. And then there's the final third stage of non-REM sleep. This, according to the National Institute of Neurological Neural logical disorders and stroke guys i cannot pronounce it but it's a long name anyways um this is the period of sleep needed to feel refreshed and wake awake in the morning and this is that sleep that gives you the morning energy your muscles are still relaxed but your heartbeat and breathing comes to the slowest your brain waves slow down even more and this is surprisingly not the longest period it lasts around 20 to 40 minutes i mean then again the different st- stages can all like vary in time so Like, the second stage could last 30, the third stage could last 40, or it could be the opposite. And then there's REM sleep. So this is after non-REM sleep, and it occurs usually 90 minutes after you fall asleep. So REM, like I said, stands for rapid eye movement. So like hinted, during this period, there is rapid eye movement. Your breathing actually becomes faster, which fascinates me for real, because like, you're not doing anything you're sleeping so like why would you breathe faster but brain activity becomes closer to that of when you're awake and this is a stage when most of your dreams occur which is probably the brain activity but the reason you don't act out your dreams like the reason you don't like you don't act out your dreams while you're asleep is because your body parts like your arms and your legs they become paralyzed they become more paralyzed And that's actually really cool because, like, I don't know how your body does that. I don't know. There's a lot about this that fascinates me. But as you age, the quality and time of this REM sleep becomes less and less. So you don't really get this much REM sleep. Okay, so that was, like, the background. Um, I know that, like, I was going to say I was going to get more into sleep, but I really want to focus on dreams. So let's get into dreams. Because there's a lot to talk about it, and there's a lot that I actually find really interesting. So, what exactly is a dream? Okay, let's let's start off with that. According to the National Sleep Foundation, dreaming is a, quote, series of subconscious images that occur during sleep and can include sounds, sights, and other sensations, end quote. These dreams often occur during REM because in that time we are in deep sleep. 
Um, there's still much research that needs to be done on why we only remember some dreams, but here's what we know. Some scientists, actually um, a lot of scientists, believe that dreaming is almost like a coping mechanism for us, and it's a way for us to deal with our contained emotions and desires. But many psychologists, modern psychologists, also say that dreaming is a way for the brain to dump out excess information and keep us alert of dangers. And yeah, I mean, both of those make sense because I feel like a lot of us keep our stuff to ourselves. So when we sleep and when we dream, our brain is just processing that information. But there's actually another theory which really interests me, the threat simulation theory, which states that we dream certain things in defense and in preparation to keep us safe. It's like facing our fears in a simulation, which I just found really cool because like it doesn't really apply to me. I feel like the dreams I remember, I'm not I mean, some of them I'm facing my fears now that I think of it, but uh, it just doesn't apply to me. But it's really cool for, like, whoever it happens to. Sorry, guys, I really need to clear my throat. (laughs) Okay. Um, The thing about dreams is that there's just so many theories on every idea of it. Like, scientists just aren't sure, and there's more research coming out day by day. So what people make theories of now just might not be true later. I'm I'm just looking at different theories, so I just wanted to put it out there that some if not most of what I say are theories of different scientists, and it's just me talking about it and analyzing it here. And I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, so what do dreams really tell us? I mean, I saw this TikTok or something once, and my friends were ta- like talking to me about it. Like, if you dream about something, if you dream about someone, that means they thought of you last night, and I really wanted to know if that's true, because <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I dream of someone, does that mean they were thinking of me? Like, that's quite random but anyway i just wanted to know so some studies show that dreams are almost like a dump like i said like they just clear memories from your day and then there's the process of the caching of the valuable ones like i get that but sometimes it doesn't like make sense because like i'll dream about something totally random and then i'll be like why did i dream about that and i will wake up so confused so how are those memories valuable but we'll get into the meaning of some dreams later um I don't know, like, at the end, there is no single definitive meaning, meaning for dreams. Did I say that wrong? Definitive? Yeah, definitive meaning for dreams. That's part of the activation synthesis hypothesis, which is just a theory made by Harvard scientists. Guys, I'm feeling very smart today, but yes, a theory made by Harvard scientists stating that dreams mean nothing, like absolute nothing, and that humans create, construct dream stories after they wake up. But, like, dreams are dreams. It's really hard for us to identify what it's actually trying to tell us. I mean, of course, there's a general meaning, but it's so hard for us to really know the true meaning. So, I don't even know if that's true. Like, if we wake up and we make our own story, because sometimes I just wake up thinking of nothing. Like, how do I make my dream like that? But... At the end, in order to, like, interpret your dreams and know the true meaning of them, you should pay attention to the content and how it relates to your everyday life, your actions the day before, and some people actually keep a dream journal to keep track of these dreams, which is, like, really cool because, like, keeping track of your dreams, I just think that's, like, like, especially if you want to do some research or science, like, that's pretty cool because then you can find connections between what happens in real life versus what happens in your dreams and just make these really cool connections. But honestly, to me, that kind of sounds like too much effort. Anyways, there are a lot of common dreams of which we actually have some meanings behind them. 
For example, if you have a dream that you are being chased, which I have had many times, it is a sign that you are running away from your problems, which makes sense because like when you're being chased, you are running away. So also, if you have a dream that you're falling and you're scared, like when you're scared when you're falling, it's a sign of your insecurities and anxieties. I don't really know how that like correlates, but that is what my research has told me. But if you're enjoying the falling, if you're enjoying the feeling of falling, which I don't know how that can happen, but dreams are dreams. Um, if you're enjoying that, that's a sign that you're, you aren't afraid of change. Going on, if you have a dream that you weren't prepared for a test, like you came up to a test unprepared, I'm pretty sure I've had this one. And studies actually show that it feels so real to people in their dreams that like they actually feel like they come like unprepared and people wake up feeling like they failed. I don't know, I find this so fascinating, I find everything about this episode so interesting, but yeah, like, if your dream involves you not ready for a test, it's often a sign of your lack of confidence. And then, there's another one, I know this is weird, but you know what, maybe some people dream about this, but if you dream that you're naked in public, it symbolizes uncertainty and not being able to find your identity. If you aren't the naked person and someone else is, that's I don't know why you would dream about that maybe you would but it just means you're scared of exposing that person that you dreamed was naked which kind of honestly makes sense I mean if you look at it but there's actually so many more of these symbolizations but google them guys and find a reliable source it's there it's on the internet the big big internet and it's actually very very interesting Okay, so another thing I was really interested in was what if we forget our dreams? Because apparently we always dream, but sometimes I just wake up and I feel nothing, like absolutely nothing. And I don't even know if I have a dream and it's like weird. So like, does it mean something if you dream and you forget it or is it just there? Well, let's find out. Okay, so like everything in this episode nothing is like definitive but there are like theories and everything i know some of the stuff i say will be definitive but not everything um there are some answers some reasons one of them which makes sense is that we filter out everything that doesn't matter which i said before but we filter out what doesn't need attention which is why we wake up and don't remember some dreams because they were irrelevant there was this one time where i woke up and i remembered what i dreamed for like a solid hour and then an hour later i forgot about it and i really wanted to remember it for some reason but it was so weird like i was just like maybe i just have a bad memory but then i really don't know it's probably that and then there's a more sciencey explanation for why we forget our dreams um it's because of the neurochemical conditions in the brain that occur during REM sleep and then some people also say that we don't remember our dreams because our brains are asleep too so it's hard to remember which makes sense because like sleep is also giving our brains a break you know but in simple terms guys we forget a lot of our dreams like a lot like we have four to six dreams a night like do you guys wake up remembering all of those because if you do you are very like cool actually everyone's cool but anyway um the ones we remember the the dreams we remember are the ones we find beautiful and bizarre for some reason they're the dreams that fascinate us us even if we feel like they don't and that's weird because I have a lot of weird dreams like I have had a dream of watching a people people run marathons and people getting run over by cars like why do I remember those dreams I don't know why do those matter to me but all these dreams all have a bigger meaning than we think they do even if we don't know it they're all part of this bigger meaning 
And I really thought it would be more complicated than that. Like, I thought that the reason we forgot our dreams would be super complex, but I guess not. I guess, some like, at the end, it's just, like, some things are just more important to us. Okay, sorry, guys. My my throat is being so bad. Like, it's winter. Not winter, but it's getting chilly, and yeah. Um, Next topic. This is going by really quick, but we're actually going to talk about different types of dreams, which I actually found pretty cool. Like, lucid dreams. I always heard that so much because of Juice World, because Lucid Dreams by Juice World is like a really good song. I like it. And I was just like, what is a lucid dream? Because yes, I can be dumb, but like, no, like not everyone knows what it is. So I really couldn't find the total amount of type of dreams because every source said something different, but I'm just going to speak on like a few of them. So let's start off with lucid dreams because I feel like starting off with lucid dreams. Okay, lucid dreams. So, in simple terms, lucid dreams are like when you're dreaming in your dreams. It's when you know you're dreaming. It's like you're in a dream and you're like, okay, I am dreaming. And I am so honored. I am beyond honored because this has happened to me. Like, I have had one of those. I am one of the cool kids. But it it felt so real to me, which is so kind of weird, but yeah. And some people can even control themselves in the dream, which is, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, how do you control yourself in a dream? That That is so cool. And... I, I don't know, but these dreams really aren't frequent. Okay, next dream. Yes, it's going by quick. So we've already talked about standard dreams. I'm not really going to go over that, but let's talk about daydreams. Daydreams are literally like just dreams when you're awake. Psychology Today describes them as daily fantasies. So apparently you're like not awake or not asleep during a daydream, which is like, whoa, like what are you doing then? Like you're not awake, you're not asleep, like what is that? But it's an in-between state, according to New Yorker, where your thoughts are lucid. And apparently daydreaming is actually beneficial to prisoners. It's a way to escape from their loneliness and imagine a better life. I mean, if that's what they want, but I just think that what makes daydreams so special is like their personal moments that happen throughout your day sometimes they're like small personal moments also there was a study that showed that the more you daydream about fictional characters that don't exist the less satisfied you are and i feel like i daydream a lot about fictional characters that don't exist but like sometimes it's not even daydream daydreams are like when you're zoned out you know um i know a friend who does that a lot but I've dreamed a lot, like, whenever I daydream, I dream a lot about what I wish I could have instead of what I do have, and that just shows my, like, dissatisfaction and loneliness, because if you daydream about, like, something like that, or if you daydream about being in a romantic relationship or past potential strangers, that shows less life satisfaction and that you're lonelier, which makes sense, but your daydreams, if they're about actual people you know, on the contrary it may bring you more happiness and like when you daydream you actually have control over them like you can control what you want to be in daydreams which is like pretty cool but it makes sense at the same time because like i from experience i can tell during daydreams it's like me making up a fantasy it's me making up what i want like my ideal world you know okay now um this is like the opposite of fantasies nightmares yes let's talk about nightmares 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 scary nightmares sometimes they're like scary clown dreams to me or sometimes they can actually be dreams of what you personally find scary like a loved one dying or something yeah um i mean there's actually like a lot of causes for these type of dreams like one of them is watching a scary movie the night before i know my brother gets nightmares from those sleep deprivation eating before bed which i was like what 
what but yeah eating before bed stress and especially ptsd ptsd can cause a lot of nightmares and yeah i mean three of the most common nightmare themes like three of like the themes that are found in people that have nightmares is like dying death and being hunted or chased or just anything particularly involved with violence like nightmares a lot of them involve violence but there's not really a good reason why people have dreams like these. It's just more common in people who are very stressed or watched a scary movie, which makes complete sense, or people who have PTSD. And then there are night terrors, not to be confused with nightmares. Night terrors are when people wake up scared and terrified, but they don't remember what they dreamed of. I've never had one, but I can imagine that being really scary. Most of the time, they don't even remember what their dreams involved. Night terrors aren't a type of dream, actually. They're just a they're just sleep disorder type. Like, they're just a sleep disorder. They don't, like, have to happen every day. But also, going back to the non-REM and REM sleep, night terrors actually happen during non-REM sleep, while nightmares happen during REM, like a lot of other dreams. And they're surprisingly more common in children. I feel like night terrors would have been more common in adults, but apparently not. Um... Okay, so I know this episode was just me listing off a bunch of facts, but I really just wanted to do this episode because I've always wondered, like, the science behind dreaming, and I wanted to know more about it, and I thought you guys would too. However, before I wrap up this episode, I wanted to end it with a few more of, like, fun facts, just facts that I won't be getting into too much, but I just wanted to, like, spit it out there. Yeah, put it out there. So let's get into it. Okay, so I'm really just spitting these facts out. I'm not going to get into them, but apparently sometimes not all our dreams are in color. That is weird and cool, but that reminds me of, like, black and white television and color television, but apparently we can have dreams in black and white. And I'm like, what? Like, how is that even possible? Anyway, yeah. Also, um, men and women dream differently. I'm kind of surprised I'm kind of not, but apparently men dream more about weapons and women dream more about rejection. <laughs> and exclusion which i can relate to but yeah women dream more about rejection and exclusion and men dream more about weapons and violence um but and i don't know if this is as interesting but negative emotions are more common in our dreams we tend to have more negative thoughts in our dreams which makes some sense to me i don't know why but i feel like we all have our sad times and a lot of us keep it to ourselves. like we never like put our sad faces out in the public so we keep it to ourselves, and like as a result it shows up in our dreams and our dreams are negative so it just makes a lot of sense to have it which yeah have a lot of meaning so anyway i don't want to hold you guys back anymore if you guys are still listening thank you so much i know this episode may have gotten a little boring for some of you but i was actually very interested by some of these facts also, I keep talking about bringing guests here. Also, this is like the update, but I keep talking about like having a guest on the episode and how it's coming very soon. And I don't want to give anything away, but that's actually coming very soon. Like, thank you guys for being patient. It's coming very soon. Just be patient a little more. And yeah, I mean, that's all I have you for you guys once again. Thank you so much for everything. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys have an amazing day, night, week, month. Happy October again. I love pumpkin season. Stay warm because it's getting chilly. And I'm really, again, like I've said this so much, but I'm actually very thankful for you guys. Um, and I'll see you guys next episode. Bye, guys.